0: Welcome to Pili, Raul, and La Musica
2: supported by
0: Sure Microphones and Jack Daniels For more information, follow us at Pili, Raul, and La Musica We are in beautiful Highland Park at the legendary Lodge Room Hanging out with the lovely ladies from Flor de How ¿Cómo están?
2: Julie Shea Mirella de Flor de Tuluache. welcome to <laughs> Pili <Yeah>. Musica. <laughs> Thank you.
0: So, this is kind of like take three <laughs> of this interview. <laughs> yeah, we tried once and I messed it up. Then we tried again and Billy got sick. <laughs> And now we're here with you guys at The Lodge Room. So, bienvenidas, ¿cómo están? How you guys doing?
3: Gracias. That just means it's going to be better. Hey. I,
0: I, I
2: actually called this the interview that never could. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, <laughs> so sad.
2: <laughs> I know, but now it's finally happening. Okay. Yay. <laughs>
0: so as long as the computer doesn't crash on us we'll
2: be oh okay oh my god stop it <laughs>
0: computer
4: you Fine. can do it you, you can, can do it. a little nice computer. Computer. Nice computer. computer
2: but anyway we, we have had kind of like a dress rehearsal for this interview mm-hmm. with yeah. Mireya and Shay but welcome Julie thank, thank
3: you no, thank you but I you guys
2: <laughs> yes but not yes. we haven't interviewed you like we did with with the girls uh-huh. previously we are in the cool. process of coolness okay. con estas mujeres sumamente talentosa flor de toloache from New York although now I'm like you guys should just move to like because you guys are here a lot. Yeah, we
3: are. Yeah.
2: (laughs) How did you guys start? How did you, I know Miraya you had your own music career going on, Shay you did as well. Julie you wanna share what you were doing at the time, but you were Um, all probably having your own music careers and then how did you guys unite and why?
4: I met Mireya in um, a jazz club called Zinc Bar in New York, a little tiny gem. And um, she was hanging with a great friend of mine and and of hers, a um, Latin percussionist named Luisito Quintero. He's uh, legendary. Okay. And um, he made the connection. He was like, wait a second. Yeah. I know Mireya, and she's been looking for a trumpet player, and you play trumpet. <laughs> and then he was just like, you have to come meet her, and um you guys link up and see if you can do something and i was jumping for joy because i had never played mariachi and up until that point i was playing all kinds of styles i i had been i had made my career mostly at that point um through salsa Mm -hmm. playing lots of salsa and some um, uh, pop and stuff like that and then I love, you know, as a trumpet player, I love emulating different styles, and mariachi is one that the trumpet is super prominent, but I'd never been able to play it, or had the opportunity, and so yeah, I jumped for joy when she uh, asked me to like go rehearse with them, and like, and see what pops off. And uh, here we are, 11, 10 years later. Wow, yeah? 11 years yeah. later. And
0: what kind of jazz club was that? Like kind of one of those hole in the walls yes, where nobody knows? totally. And how did you guys both end up there?
4: Well, I was there because my boyfriend at the time, who is my baby daddy, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he, um, he plays with Cindy Blackman Santana. And so he was there p- performing with her and I was just like watching and enjoying. And then um, when I look back, like, cause it's a small little space. And I look back, there's the bar area and I see Luisito there and I'm like, oh, he's with a, you know, with a girl. Not that, you know, like I wasn't making any assumptions or anything. <laughs> She's like, let me clarify. Uh, but I was happy. like, cool, I should go up and say hi, but I don't know if it's going to be awkward. <laughs> oh gosh, I party. totally did think that, but... but oh, we just, yeah. Well, at the end of the That's show, yeah, 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 yeah. At the, at the end Do of the it, show, it. he, like, yeah. called me out. And then I was like, okay, this isn't awkward
2: uh. anymore. <laughs> so were you on a mission to actually create a all-female mariachi band at this point? Or why were you looking for a trumpet player?
3: Yeah, we were already... Um, playing like two, two, about two years. Um, we started as a trio uh, Shay, me, and another girl, Veronica Valerio, who played harp and violin. And eventually she stopped playing with us and then went back to Mexico. So she stopped playing with us. But little by little, we're. And we she's regretting
2: deal. it.
3: What? <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> three Grammys later.
0: <laughs> Only three. <laughs> Only three. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but um, yeah, we started just like super roots, you know, doing um, all the classic of, of mariachi. Um, it took a way longer than what we thought, and a lot more work to establish the group because we all had our own thing going on and a network you know, that we had created on our own. And we thought, you know, this is gonna be such a cool concept that people are just going to gravitate to it uh, very rapidly, but it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, well, we it's didn't like have money, first like what? Mariachi music of is in
0: pop music? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh.
3: yeah. But I mean, it, it caught people's attention, but it was hard to keep the group together and because we didn't have um, the support of any label we didn't even know what that meant at that time and uh, we were all freelance musicians we were all living off of just music mostly I mean before that we had other jobs but <laughs> at some point we all left those jobs and we're just pursuing music so um, it was really hard And New York is really expensive and as a woman musician too you go through another layer of stuff and um, so Creating this group was an excuse to come together, and um, create a safe space for each other, and and just kind of create some music without having to deal with those things that, as a woman, you deal with. Although as an all-female group, then we had to deal with it together <laughs> right, right, <laughs> when we right. started traveling. We had each and other all to deal things, with But exactly, yeah, we had that and. Um, obviously it's become more than just oh we come together to make music it's now it represents its women empowerment it we also we're also uh, transcending and uh, beyond the music and the the younger generation gravitate to our music as well and and all those beautiful things that we never thought that with just coming together and doing what we love that was that was gonna be the feedback and and what we got back from it so Obviously, it's a, a major gift, you know, but, you know, on the other side, we're an indie band, so mm-hmm. a lot of things come with that, which is a lot more work, and you know, we push everything ourselves. Now we have an awesome team, but, um, you know, always, we don't have a label, so we don't have that kind of support. So everything we do is takes a lot more work, but we love what we do, obviously, and um, it's having great, great, uh, people, great exposure, and people are responding to it beautifully, so... It's a beautiful journey. Yeah. yeah. And it's
0: very DIY, but I kind of consider them like kind of the, the new version of the power trio. Oh. You know, it's like yeah. when you think about it, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> but I know the, the, the band morphs into like a few more people on occasion. But And I know Shay's here. So and you come kind of like from an R&B background.
1: I come from a, like kind of more like a rock pop r&b i'm a pop pop girl listen to a lot of obviously radio growing up but yeah i was super into you know the awesome 90s r&b artists and um and that's the music that really moved me and um and so when i started writing that's kind of the style that i incorporated a little bit into vocals but i also incorporated a lot of other kind of jazzy rock things into my to my solo stuff but but yeah. nothing, nothing mariachi. mariachi. Okay. Nothing mariachi. <laughs> like a little, I listen to a lot of music too, so there's, you know, some of those, the clave rhythm in there too, mm-hmm. but like, you know, and just and some percussion and, you know, congas and everything, but no mariachi I was not on my radar in the, the slightest <laughs> what,
0: what, what area did you grow up in like what what part of the world
1: I grew up in Portland, Oregon in the okay, Pacific Northwest right. so it was so like yeah, very, Pearl very Jam, little mariachi Nirvana there. <laughs> uh, Sarah McLachlan Cheryl Crow and, and then whatever I could get off of the FM radio and sometimes the AM radio because the AM radio didn't Played, they played way more R&B than mm. the FM radio oh, did. Underground yeah. Stations? yeah, the underground <laughs> stations that were more in the city played like Joe and um, and like way more bands that you wouldn't hear on um, pop radio necessarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mira, you have
2: a really interesting story too because you grew up in Puerto Rico. Your mom's Dominican. Your mm-hmm. dad is Mexican, or it's the other way around.
3: Yeah, my dad's Mexican. Your dad, so right?
2: American. And that, but you grew up in Puerto Rico, and as a Puerto Rican, I know mm-hmm. that we're not really exposed to that many mexican mariachi unless you go to a mexican restaurant right which takes me to your story
3: <laughs> well yeah my dad had a mexican restaurant um it was called don andres um it started in miramar and then went to La torre yeah. and then it ended up in condado um, a very touristic area and it was a very special time for me i i Grew up literally in the restaurant. I was a waitress probably at a very early age, illegally, (laughs) (laughs) working for no money. (laughs) But I loved it. I loved it because you were were paying for your room. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Free food all the time. Your life experience, your (laughs) growth. But my, I got to see my dad perform pretty much every day at the restaurant. He would go table to table, sing with his pistas de mariachi, and then he would also do gigs with a local mariachi in Puerto Rico at that time. There was only one group um, that used to play at, at a very famous restaurant that's still there, Auroritas. Yep. And, um, My mom goes to mar- yes, for margaritas too. there every
0: Tuesday, I think it <laughs> that's is. That's
3: right. Um, See, I, Taco Tuesday, yeah?
0: I need to go to Puerto Rico. Yeah, i never yeah, been. You're missing yeah, out. I am missing Big out. Big
3: time. Philly doesn't want to take me, that's why. Uh, that to is, to the is not accurate. <laughs>
2: Don't be fooled. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you grew up in the restaurant exposed to mariachi. Yeah, mariachi Did you music. fall in love with the genre right away? Absolutely.
3: I mean, I would see how people would just, with their like mouth open, just watch my dad perform and how much connection there was through these songs and how pe- uh, people were moved, you know, by seeing him perform. And I was just dream of having that type of connection with people through music and I also they also had a group from the Sinfonica de Puerto Rico that would perform every Friday night so it was like really good music they were top-notch musicians Mm -hmm. but they would play music from all over Latin America and they would play some jazz tunes and um, so I grew up listening to all kinds of music in the restaurant but uh, obviously predominantly uh, mariachi and just organically when I came to New York I you know, I think the universe really wanted me to play mariachi. <laughs> they're like, no, you're going to play mariachi. <laughs> because when I moved to New York, that's my first job. Was I used to play at a church, and somebody came up to me. It was like, hey, they're forming a, uh, a mariachi group, and they need a violinist in Brooklyn. And I was like, sure, I'll try it. Why not? I've never played mariachi, but I know all the tunes, you know, right. in my head. So. Um, I started playing with them, and that's how I made a living for, like, six years before wow. this group. I mean, I used to play with thousands of other bands, but um, on top of the, you know, at the same time as the mariachi. But, you know, that was my first job.
2: But but how and why the idea of creating an all-female mariachi band?
3: Well, I, I saw myself a little lost, in, in, and I would have a lot of cultural clashes, you know, because coming from Puerto Rico, even though I grew up listening to this music, I... Culturally, I wasn't Mexican, you know, I didn't grow up in Mexico. My connection to the music was very different from somebody who actually grew up in Mexico, you know? So, but these men that I played with just came from Mexico. (laughs) So their mentality was completely different and they hadn't been open to working with women and especially with somebody who's mixed. And so a a lot of times I would see myself them I would see them getting offended just by comments that I would make or even jokes or stuff like that. And, you know, I had to deal with some machismo as well. And, um, so after a while, I kind of had to like, um, take a step back and, 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 and see what that was about. And because I didn't, I've never experienced that before, you know? So I didn't even know what that meant until I I saw myself and, and I was, the only woman in the group, I was really young, you know, and I was growing, and all those things were going, were happening at the same time, so I think uh, out of all those feelings and all those experiences, um, that kind of sparked the idea of creating this group, and I was one of the only women playing mariachi, I was probably just me, like, and two other ladies that were doing mariachi in New York City, Wow. at that time i mean i'm sure there are a lot of other women now but uh at that time well, it was yeah. it's still
0: predominantly a boys game you oh, know, absolutely. when you talk yeah, about yeah. mariachi general, music yeah, yeah in mm-hmm. general how have you guys been able to get over those challenges of like coming out as like an all-woman group not not just necessarily having you know one or two women in the entire mariachi mm-hmm. crew but solely women i mean getting over those challenges has to be extremely difficult these days
3: there's a thing called the mute button <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good. Very powerful. Good. Yes. That is a good button.
3: Yeah, absolutely. At, at, in
0: radio, we call it a dump button. But yeah. yeah, there
3: you go. Yeah, but I think um, being in New York is was the perfect place for us, you know, to create this kind of project. Um, it's very reflective of what you live in New York and what you absorb and all the cultures that are there. Um, because, you know, not just where we come from but everything that we experience in new york we reflected in our music and uh, in this project um it just happens to be in this beautiful tradition that um, i and it needed to be um pushed forward because it's just one example of how many traditions are preserved with the wrong i would say with the wrong intention mm-hmm. right um but somewhat you know because tradition is obviously very very important to preserve you know it otherwise we don't know where we come from so <laughs> um so you know there has to be a, a little bit of flexibility and and this is the the way that society is going the world mm-hmm. is going mm-hmm. we're mixing more and more there are a lot of more latinos in the united states and we're a reflection of that you know i i speak spanglish you know and our music is in, in english and spanish and um, Shay learned a lot of this, her Spanish through the music as well. And, and how beautiful is that, that you can right. connect with your roots right. through music. And, and I mean, I, I think that's, that's the, how the world should be. You know No barriers, music can, can kind of be a bridge for that. You know?
2: Talking about original songs, you guys also sing a lot of covers. So how do you choose your covers and then how do you mix it between the original and,
1: and the cover songs? Every band wants to choose that cover that's like, you know, like in a hit and like super unique to them. And, um, you know, a lot of times we kind of get assignments, you know, like, hey, we want you guys to cover this. And then when we do, we're like, so oh my you listen God. to your fans? Oh, we're, or like people want to hire us to do things or if it's for a specific you know event or interview or whatever you know like oh we want to cover you guys doing this song and, and then it'll turn out like amazing so we'll want to keep it and maybe even put it on a record <laughs> um, and um, we yeah we've done like some writing assignments and we love to you know put our own touch on these but like for example, Nirvana was something that came about from the Latin Grammys in 2015. Um, they asked us to perform that at the producers' event, and then that just stuck with us forever. I mean, mm-hmm. we play it, and and then um, we have the No Doubt cover on our album, and right. it's such a cool cover because it's like they're from here, and I think that it speaks to a lot of different communities. But I think that you know, in particular, the, the Latino community embraces No Doubt, and when they hear this song in Spanish, the way that we put it out there, it's like. You know, like, really, you know, exciting. But that's happened to me in a couple of
2: songs from you guys um, that you have translated into Spanish, but they were originally English, and you slow them down. And then um, I'm like, I kind of have heard this. And then, like, after the song is done, I'm like, oh, that was this song. (laughs) But one of the things that I absolutely love about you guys is that you really push the boundaries of the traditional mariachi sounds and with the song with Miguel there's you know that's bachata yeah Mm -hmm. you know so how how do you guys like fuse these sounds and and is this from your own creation or do you have a team of producers that's helping you really fusion well the all these genres
4: we have a team of men that do all of our arrangements and songs (laughs) there
0: you go make them work for you damn it not even
4: close
0: absolutely (laughs) but there's also Alex Kuba he's featured on one of the tracks too so and he's just uber talented so i can see the the connections happening with people like him miguel like you said john legend you guys are like associating yourselves with like a, a very cool kind of elite crew of singers and producers let's talk john legend how did that one come about
1: that one came about like on the spot when we were recording quisiera uh Rafa Sardina who produced our album um, was like who do you guys imagine would be like you know shoot for the stars who do you guys want to feature on this record because we we're talking about a male vocalist and we throw out some and then we're like wow oh, you know okay John Legend right ah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like Gwyneth said well Miguel is her cousin and she met John Legend's manager mm-hmm. a while back and Rafa also knew him and so he's like okay I out to him, and I mean, I reached out to his manager, and then he was like, "Sure, I'll do it."
2: <laughs> and the rest <laughs> is history. <Isn't>
1: that easy, <laughs> right. right? Gwen, where are you at, Gwen?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I think we might know somebody that might have the connection. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, at least you should hear the song, the the version. Yeah, yeah, for definitely. Yeah. So.
0: And how often does like the set list change at shows? Do you guys add songs, take away songs from show to show, depending on where you guys at, or how does that come about?
1: Yeah, sometimes we throw in like some more classics. You know, if we know that we're, that there's going to be a lot of mariachi fans in the audience, we might throw in, and you know, the huanga medley that we have, <laughs> or yeah. or Guadalajara at the end, or kukuruku, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and you know we try and do our originals because that's definitely what we br- what we're trying to bring to mariachi also is the the women's perspective. So, you know we try and put our covers in that are empowering women and but usually those stay in. Those are uh fixtures. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so,
2: for the original um material that you guys put out there, how is the the composition and the whole planning? Is it one of you comes up with one lyric and then everybody collaborates or is it one song that it, each of you bring, how how does it work?
3: It really varies, yeah. It so varies, all of you depends. write? Yeah, we all write. Um, in the first, it, it's been different in each album. The first album, it was mostly like songs that Shay had and I had already composed before, and then we just rearranged it for the mariachi. And then we took some classics, and then we rearranged those, and then we put them on the album. But on the second one, um, we had just gotten off the tour with Dan Auerbach, uh the ARCs, so that project that we were on, and uh, we were really inspired by that, and we wanted to do a little bit more fusion, so then uh, we arranged everything, and then we went into the studio for a week and we recorded the whole album in a week. And wow. then that came out. Wow. <laughs> Even though like everybody told us, no, don't do that. That's crazy. You're not gonna, it's not gonna do well. And then we want to land Grammy, so I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Don't listen to anybody. Which exactly. I, I, as we
2: all know, unfortunately, winning a Grammy or Latin Grammy mm. or an Oscar or an Emmy doesn't necessarily change your life. Mm. I mean it's a great Accolade and it's like pat in the back and it's like great. Doesn't put more money in your pocket. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) But you'd think that you get a record label. Are you guys just opting not to sign to a record label, or what's going on there?
3: We haven't gotten like a good um, approach uh, or a good contract, for that matter. We've never been huge fans of record labels. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, obviously, if there's a good contract that comes along, um, I think we're our concept is very hard to kind of put in a box, and that's sometimes an issue in this industry. You know, um, uh, the Latin alternative term, even that term, like, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? And I think there's more and more groups that are coming out like that, and as that kind of defines itself, then we kind of go with that wave, and Mm -hmm. we're part of that wave. So eventually, you know, that might happen, but who knows? We're open to it if it's the right contract yeah that's probably
2: the smart way of of
0: doing it well these days the label you know there is the machine there's the pr there's the marketing Mm -hmm. behind the label but honestly there's so many people that are you know freelancing these days that you can hire the publicist you can hire somebody to do distribution and but i love that you guys are very diy that's Mm -hmm. how you guys Mm -hmm. have always been and it's empowering to be able to have full control sometimes when you link up with a label you lose a little bit of that so but i also want to to talk about like the the tribute that you guys did to like linda ronston mm-hmm. oh at the God, kennedy center amazing. and <laughs> i mean that is a lady that and this is the reason why i bring her up is because i see that you guys are kind of like chameleons that you guys can play different styles linda ronston is just that mm-hmm. you know she's done so many different styles of music so how was it paying tribute to her
1: super yeah emotional yeah. um really proud and to be in the company of all the amazing successful artists that also paid tribute to her and we were included in that was really amazing and um, to get to sing for her at the show uh, yeah. at the Kennedy, uh, at the Kennedy oh. Center
0: yeah. when I was growing up she was a major crush I totally yeah. was in love with that girl. Oh, she's a total babe and, a total babe
1: and she's super you know like she speaks her mind yeah. and she does like you said like what yeah. what she wants to do that's right. it you know she's got the final word she's gonna do it everyone can tell her no that's not a good idea but she's gonna do it anyway right <laughs>
0: and but there's you know there's the collections like uh, canciones de mi padre yeah. right That's what it was. Mm-hmm. she's also kind of responsible for like the Eagles you yeah. know know, for right. for her band. kind of, yeah, bringing them up. And a lot of people don't know that. And it's like these guys became like the iconic rock band that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. James Taylor that she also mm-hmm. worked wow. with. So there's a bunch of different people that she worked with and like kind of was also inspirational for what have you taken from her music, if anything?
1: I mean, she was definitely somebody that I um, studied when I was starting to get into mariachi and knew a little bit about her her background, you know, um, and it was encouraging for me because I'm my dad's Cuban my mom's American I didn't grow up speaking Spanish I felt like there were similarities for me that I could identify in her and and see how much she embraced and she's Mexican I'm not but still like seeing how much she embraced it and just went for it you know like I think that if if you you know if something calls you and you want to do it and you just give it your all you know I feel like that she really put that forth in her music, that she did what was authentically her, what spoke to her.
2: You have not only created a band, an ensemble, but also a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. What have you learned from each other in the process?
3: So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've literally been through so many stages together, mm-hmm. personally, um, work, and everything. So um, I have learned from Shay uh, a lot of different kinds of music, that the background that she comes from but also um, how to be a perfectionist in certain areas, musically, um, she's very strong. And so I feel, and we all are, I think we're all strong in different in ways. your own way, yeah. yeah. and and we empower each other. Um, it's been a blessing to find each other. I mean, it's very hard to, women or men, to find the right people to work with, to tour with, to create with, um, to learn from, to, to deal, to be, with, their yeah, to deal <laughs> with our egos, yeah. To deal with our egos, yeah. We've also like learned how to be comfortable um on our own in our own position within the band, you know, like because this this was created just so organic that it began as like, oh, so fun, and let's go play music and let's make some money. But then it became uh established and became a company, it became all these things that were. I think that we were not ready for you know? Yes. And we had to kind of learn along the way. I mean, you were. We were. You didn't know. But we didn't know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we we were learning along the way all together. And and that also made us stronger and, and... so much. I mean, Julie is our like guru. what we say?
4: <laughs> <laughs> like Speak she's guru. So, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> she's so, us, please. She's so, so Our soft,
1: our soft power guru. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, she's very guru. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> well, <laughs> what have you learned
1: from Shay
2: and from Mireya?
4: Oh my gosh, <sighs> what haven't I learned? I mean, shoot, it's it's, gosh. It's so hard to to so like. Tell you something. It's, no, it's so it's like the list <laughs> is huge. I mean, with Shay, she's super powerful. She knows what she wants. She's decisive. Um, she's um, she has the sense of urgency that I, like. I have to channel that sometimes, <laughs> you know, because, yeah, I have the soft power and with that comes, like, this, like, patience, but, like, <laughs> I don't have that sense of urgency sometimes and, and so I, I do channel her in, in those ways and, um, and she's, you know, she's so, she's, both of these ladies are, like, everything in one, you know, and, um, and, a, and an awesome mom.
2: Mm. Of course,
4: she's a mommy, too, so, yeah. before me, so, um, and then with Mireya, she's also, like, super powerful, she, she has such a way with people that, like, pe- everyone just gravitates towards her, you know, and um, she's super loving, she, she brings the sisterhood, like, she, she really, like, just knows how to gather her people and, like, and just love them, and, and, ugh, she's amazing, and then, I mean, the talent between both of them mm. too. that's the other thing. Oh, I but to talk about just being around both of them, like I really learned how to sing more with them. like I, I used to sing a little bit, and I still don't consider that I sing a lot of bit, but <laughs> 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 but, um, but I get to sing with them, you know, background vocals and and I've learned so much about my own voice, just being able to. To jump on with them, you know, and they've allowed me to somehow. And um, but um, the talent that that both of them have is out of control. Mm. Um, ears, both of them, and um, and the love that they both have had um, towards me and patience. For my own like weaknesses, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, and and with my baby too, like everyone's been really supportive and loving and open and let's just leave it right there. All right, I'm gonna keep going.
2: (laughs) Shay, Shay's like, well, I'm glad you both have learned from me.
0: Yeah, Yeah. she's like, I'm the guru. No.
1: You have no idea how much I've learned from both of them. Yes, I have a sense of urgency, which can talk, can be translated into impatience or um, no. being uptight. But, no. but I do think that we all balance each other out. We have these different personalities, and and maybe you know it's hard to navigate at first. But after the years and the years go by, and all these experiences, and you get to see how how Mireia responds, how Julie responds, how I respond, and we we're just constantly observing each other but from from julie i like i said the soft power thing is something that i'm just learning about and so different than me how how i kind of grew up in this athlete world of like you know dominating competition and all this stuff and what,
2: what type of athlete were you
1: i played soccer and basketball i was an athlete my whole life and music was always kind of on the side so you know i just and in, in learning how to work with people in a band I just feel like I've learned so much from Mireya and Julia about how to really listen and um, and get things out of people without saying like you need to do this. You know what I mean? Like just that leadership is is really that's the to me that's the powerful leadership. It's not like you know commanding this and that. And and that's one thing that I've really learned from them over the years. Right. And um, and that's just one thing from Julie. She's an incredible musician. Um, she's she's actually a percussionist in there (laughs) Um,
0: that just wants to come out hiding in there
1: yeah wow yeah and and she's so good at communicating i mean she's got these these music literate skills that i do not have never will have i'll try maybe one day but i don't read music i don't know all that stuff i really admire her as a musician as as a woman as a as a friend and a family member incredible and then Mireya, i've known for Long time since she was 19, I think, and I was, yeah, 20 years old. We were babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We've Couple been through so Couple much. She's and like Julie said, like always, I, you just feel loved. Always feel loved by Mireya and um, and like a family, like a, like a sister all along. And um, but another person I've learned so much about leadership from and how to bring people together and um, what an incredible incredible things she can bring out of people i mean it's it's really a, a gift Aww.
3: and and then
1: you know musically too like yeah. we've grown like we've we came up together as musicians mm-hmm. i mean you know in our wobbly shaky voices too like <laughs> <laughs> To where we are now, which is like fucking badass. If I don't say so myself, Uh, (laughs) locked in. We're like we're like one voice, you know. Definitely. We've been singing together for almost two decades, and Mm. um, and her ear and her uh, her. Wow, she's so determined. I mean, she is nonstop. Yeah. I mean, I, yes. I had thirty percent of her energy. You know, yeah. <laughs> she, she sleeps nervous. three hours. She's a, she is a workaholic <laughs> yeah. in the best way. Like, in, she, and she's having fun. You know, like yeah, she loves it. Yeah. She loves How it. You all do. And, and she's yes. she's a master networker. She's so talented in bringing people together. And um, and yeah, I can't say enough about what I've learned from Medea.
2: You mentioned media that determination. So where's that determination taking you next?
1: Um,
3: well, definitely we want to make more money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cheers yes. to that, yes. I want you girls to make more yes. money too, yes.
3: Um, we want to work less, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> make more money. <laughs> hey, that's fair too. <laughs> no, just work smarter, right? Like, that wow. <laughs> yeah. harder. Yeah, <laughs> Um, but no, we want to collaborate with more people, more, you know, more, more artists that we are. I'm, like, still emotional for my GSA. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: we, we need that. We need that photo op one more time. <laughs> still
4: emotional. I am so emotional, baby. <clears throat> Every
2: time I think of you. I get
3: so emotional, baby And it's shocking what love can do Ain't I don't know this song, so wow. I couldn't turn it That's, <laughs> that's oh, that yeah. there, Not there, there quite mariachi, mariachi music yeah,
0: yeah. Fucking awesome but but You can make anything mariachi, right? You turn
2: anything into mariachi yeah, That's right, that's right, oh, that's, that's,
0: right. <laughs> <thing>. that's right. amazing That's right
2: I love it. I gotta say
0: something though, real quick, real quick. You guys mentioned like, you know, all these bands like Juan Gabriel and, you know, all these iconic artists from back in the day. And there's a lot of great mariachis also here in L.A. So you talk So De Mexico, Reina So De Mexico, you know, the Mm -hmm. all-female part of it. But, you know, (laughs) I was driving over here and my mom calls me, right? Because she's also a big, big, big mariachi fan. Mm -hmm. And I go like, oh, I'm gonna go interview this all-female mariachi crew, and they're called Flor de Toloache, and she starts busting up, and I'm all like, she goes, well, Toloache, are the, you know, oh, the getting Toloache. into the name. Oh, because name? Like, yeah. Just really quick, I'm sure you guys get this asked a lot, but why the name of Toloache? I know what the plant is, I know what it does, but explain a little bit.
3: Why not? Well... No, well, when we started the group, we were called Sochitl, which is very hard to pronounce. And, you know, if you see it, you have no idea how to pronounce it. So um, that was not working (laughs) (laughs) for our, our, like, you know, uh, future marketing plans that we had. But um, we found out what Toloache meant. Uh, We'd never seen it before. And we when we did find out what it meant and all the properties that it has, the love potion properties, and it was all magical. And um, and we had just broken up with our boyfriends, so it was just like it, at all the these times at the same time we restarted yeah, the group. It's good so timing. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, rancheras, toloache, all these things came together, and it was great. So <laughs> no other group had the name either. So I we thought it was unique. And um, I the didn't flower, learn about it
0: until I heard you guys. All
3: right. All right. Yeah and it's such a cool story you know um it's used in love potions but it's also a sacred flower it's been around for a long long time and um it's Slightly also
0: hallucinogenic yeah
3: exactly <laughs> it can you know it could kill you too which you know love can kill you too <laughs> All those things, but it's also one of the things that we found out um not too long ago was that when you try to because it's it's used enough potions but you make it in a tea, when you try to cook it, it it's very hard to cook. So it doesn't let it get dominated. So oh, I was like, wow. That's right. Yeah. That yeah. is right, girl. <laughs> nice.
1: So like Tolowache kinda of found us in a way. Right.
3: Right, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We were meant to mm-hmm. be yeah. called Florida yeah.
0: <laughs> well
4: I mean, I just read uh, pretty recently that it aids in um, the pain that a woman endures during labor. Oh. So uh, that's well, pretty cool. Well, both of you have been in labor. Did you use it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I learned about it way After. too late. <laughs> After the fact. No drugs
3: for me for that baby. Right, exactly. No drugs. <laughs> I wanted to add that um, this new stage that we're in, uh, they just had babies last year. And um, it is very, it's been very unique. You know, a lot of touring. Mom, well, touring musicians that are female don't tour. They stop touring when they have their babies because obviously it's really hard. Right. <laughs> um, but it's been amazing, and I think that uh, from the feedback that I've gotten, I don't know if they hear it, but I try to share it. And even men have come up to me and like, "Oh my God, I cannot. That was so inspiring to see her breastfeeding in the green room. Just something like that, because you guys are doing it. You guys are going for it." And that inspires other women to, to tour like oh if they're doing it we can do it too mm-hmm. and and I, I think that's important and to highlight you know and, and it's been really intense and really hard I, I, you know I see it I'm sure they can yeah, speak sure more it's on super it but, and tiring but they also bring so much joy the babies are bring another energy and and to see them grow up in, in this environment is kind of what I grew up in. And it's, I mean, I, mean, I think I'm a very happy person. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like,
3: I like to think that. So I think they're going to be fine. Yes. <laughs> they're going to be great human oh, beings. I grew up in the same
1: <laughs> environment, so it right. kind of seems natural to
0: me. And our, yeah. our first episode of Billy Raul and la Musica was with Jimena Sarinana just after she had her baby. Oh. Uh, so her little baby girl started basically going on tour with her. Mm-hmm. And that was part of the package, you know, and that's basically what she said. She goes like, you get me you get my baby you know yeah. and we come as a package yeah. and you know again it, it comes back down to that very empowering it's like this is how we're gonna do it and it's, it's our change. way or the highway we're
1: gonna yeah. put those pampers on the rider you totally. better
0: provide yes.
1: <laughs> <Absolutely>.
2: <laughs> that's right so to kudos to all the female Formula musicians and out there that are able to balance yeah, both passions of yeah. being musicians and mothers yeah. okay because sí. you know their PR is looking at us like, um, <laughs> they have to go <laughs> on stage in 50 minutes. <laughs> 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 so, good luck. We love you. Oh, sorry you so it took so long. We love you too. But I'm glad awesome. that uh, we made it happen and I know it'll be the first Pirita de la Musica with Flor de Toloache of many. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Cheers see? to that. Thank you guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank
0: you. Gracias for checking out our podcast.
2: Hey, and special thanks to Ulises El Licenciado Lozano for our amazing theme song.
0: Our mix and recording engineer, Mario Diaz.
2: Our artistic director, Dak.
0: And can't forget about our sponsors, Pili.
2: No, Raúl, United Airlines, Sure Microphones, and Jack Daniels, gracias for supporting La Musica Latina.
0: And for more information and other episodes, be sure to subscribe to our podcast at Pili, Raúl, and La Musica. Hey,
2: make sure to tell your tía, abuelo, primas, everybody to subscribe.
0: A todos.